You're listening to a 95BFM podcast. I'll pass it over to Daniel. Daniel, you've asked me if it's okay to kick a robot dog. Yeah, true. I spoke about that question, philosopher Robert Sparrow from the Monash University about this question. And we also spoke about a possible answer that virtual ethics gives on this question. Uh, Sparrow is an expert in the relationships between humans and robots and the ethical questions surrounding our relationships with robots. How and why did you start researching the relationship and the ethical questions between humans and robots? When people talk about robots or artificial intelligence, they're almost always actually talking about what it means to be human. So the long history, for instance, of science fiction treatment of robots or worrying about machines that can think, uh, those stories are always really about us. Uh, People worry about what makes us um, what makes us human what things are important in life how our lives might be different if human beings were different in various ways Um, so my work's in that tradition i'm really interested in questions about us and the robot you know the idea of a of a person who doesn't have consciousness something that appears like us but there's nothing on the inside uh, that is useful to test various philosophical Uh, theories about uh, what's important in our relationships with other people. And so that's why I started doing it. And then I realised that uh, there were a lot of military robots around that had, um, where people were genuinely interested in building um, autonomous weapon systems. And so a lot of my work's actually been on military uh, robots. But my work on social robots is really about questions and ethics more generally. You give an example of a young woman in Brisbane that kicks a dog-shaped robot while she sees it walking on the street. What is your opinion about that action? Why is it morally wrong? Or is it morally wrong what this woman did? Brisbane's got a long tradition of punk. And I, I mean, one thing that amused me about that story is kind of how punk that response uh, response was. Uh, this robot, uh, I don't if listeners have seen the Boston Dynamics Big Dog uh, robot, these uh, which are essentially military robots, and this uh, robot dog that this woman kicked uh, is a uh, like a small version of one of those uh, robots. So it is intended as a uh, surveillance robot or a military robot. I mean, it might have other uh, other uses. There's some obvious reasons why kicking a robot dog might be uh, wrong. I mean, someone else's property might might upset other people. Might be very expensive. Uh, to repair, but none of that is particularly uh, a distinct, uh, only true of robots. You know, someone kicks a washing machine or a car, all of that stuff uh, is is true. Um, Turns out people do have an intuition that there is something wrong with um, mistreating robots. Uh, Whenever uh, one sees um, video of people hitting robots with sticks or, or kicking them. Some of the people on comments are saying, oh, poor robot, you know, that's terrible, you shouldn't do that. Uh, what's pretty clear is if you shouldn't do that, it's not because the robot suffers. There's nothing in, the robots aren't intelligent, there's, they're not sentient, there's nothing uh, going on inside the robot's head that makes kicking it uh, wrong. Uh, so for me, if it's wrong, it's because of what it says about that woman's uh, character. Uh, now, I mean, again, I think we might admire <laughs> her character in, in a certain light, but we might also think that this shows a lack of 
self-control or it sort of, uh, shows a kind of um, tendency towards vi violence. And those things are relevant even if there's nothing going on inside the robot. So for me, what's wrong with kicking a robot dog is really what it says about us. If that isn't the relevant intuition here, then I think people will struggle to explain why there is anything wrong with mistreating robots. Your position is that how we treat robots say something about us. It reveals our character and the sort of people we are, which it sounds a bit like the virtue ethics. Could you explain maybe how you arrive at this idea that it says something about our character? Virtue ethics is a tradition of ethical thinking that uh, suggests that sometimes when it comes to how we should act, we should think about uh, uh, what sort of person we would be or become or what would be what would we be like if we acted in that way. So it's it's an ethics that pays attention to uh, the character of agents, to our personalities, to what we uh, to our virtues, whether we are uh, wise or foolish, uh, brave or cowardly. Uh, one reason for thinking that virtue ethics is relevant in the case of robots is it's hard to see how we can harm robots in any meaningful sense. It's hard to see how they might have rights. And so if there's anything wrong with it, it must be something to do with what it says about us. And I do think we care about what kind of people we are when we think ethically and so i think virtual ethics has some real power here and could you maybe give an example of relationships we now have with robots where our character is revealed one strange thing about talking about the ethics of our treatment with robots is that most people don't have any relationships with uh, what they recognize as robots i, I mean in actual fact your washing machine, your dishwasher, the automatic telling machine, they're all robots, but people don't think of them uh, as being uh, robots. So in a sense, it's quite hard to answer this question because most people don't have relationships with robots. But take robot pets. Some kids have robot pets. If you saw your child was, for instance, repeatedly trying to burn the robot pet uh, with a cigarette lighter, maybe the robot's got some heat sensors on it and the robot runs away and makes a squeaking noise and your child laughs and follows after it and tries to burn it some more, uh, you would start to wonder about what your child was learning through that experience and you'd start to wonder about what they were like. And so that's that's an example of a concern about character. Another case might be if you had a friend who was always polite uh, to male robots or robots that appeared male and always rude to robots that appeared female, uh, it would be hard to think that that didn't suggest that they were sexist, uh, even though no one's feelings, you know, the robots' feelings themselves aren't being hurt, the robots don't have a right to being treated politely, but it's pretty clear that that pattern of behaviour says something unfortunate about your friend. You also wrote an article about sex robots and... You also write that they are likely to play an important role in shaping our public understandings of sex and relationships between sexes in the future. And you wrote this in 2017. And I was wondering, how do you reflect now on the last six years? How did sex robots shape us? Or what did it reveal about us who we are? Sex robots aren't a real thing 
they're mostly a media uh, construct. And so in some ways, I think that's why I was entirely right. Public attention to sex robots is really about uh, concerns about the objectification of women, uh, a, a sort of um, casualization of sex. It's, it's about se sexual ethics more generally. When people are talking about sex robots, they're really talking about sex and not robots. And we know that because there aren't very many uh, sex robots. There are some sex dolls, but there have been sex dolls around for a, a long time. And now there's some sex dolls that can talk in the same way that your mobile phone uh, can talk. But there aren't robots walking around with which people can have sex. So, yes, that media discussion of sex robots is really just about um, what does sex mean, concerns about pornography and concerns about sexism in uh, our public understandings of sexuality. Virtual ethics also it is often dependent on the situation. Aristotle would, I think, also say you have to research the whole situation and then you know what the right thing is to do. You're absolutely right. Aristotle developed virtue ethics in, in part as a result of the recognition that what was involved in acting rightly or wrongly was always very contextual and it depended on what was going on around us and our, our relationship. So it is very much, it's hard to say much about this woman's character, um, not having met her and not knowing what else was going on uh, at, the at the time. Uh, so context matters here, her feelings, uh, matter here and for that uh, reason we shouldn't be too quick to judge there's a whole lot of shit going on in the world that is much worse than any, any mistreatment of a robot i guess is i mean there, there is something about these stories where people are fascinated because of the the image of the robot and that fear that the robots are coming that was philosophy professor robert sparrow from monas university That was a 95BFM podcast. To hear more, head to 95BFM.com slash bcasts.